This is today's special, a bite-sized podcast from goodstuff.fm. We're celebrating a different food each day. I'm Kyle Roderick. And I'm Kenny Roderick. And today's special is s'mores. Yes, I would like some more of that talk. What? What? Oh, sure. Which? 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 Mo- how much s'more would you like? <laughs> you really stumbled through that one. Yeah. No. I. I, uh, <clears throat> I don't really stumble through making s'mores, though, Kenny. Have you ever made s'mores? Oh, indeed, I have. The best way to do it is a campfire. If you if you try to do these indoors, uh, get get this away from me. I want put that I want, fire out. <laughs> stop stop creating a campfire in the living room, Bob. Um no, I like authentic around the campfire at dark night. Uh not like watching the dark night. I mean like dark night above us. Uh sure. <laughs> kind of s'mores. <laughs> Just imagine Batman coming through the bushes. S'mores to me. <laughs> Rachel, smart. (laughs) Well, Kenny, let me tell you a little bit about this popular campfire treat. As you alluded to, uh, it's delicious, it's gooey, and it's loved by millions across America. S'mores consists of a roasted marshmallow, which you also alluded to, a layer of a chocolate bar. You can't name. No, no, no. Trademarked. Mm -mm. Can't name it. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. chocolate bar. A generic chocolate bar sandwiched between two pieces of graham cracker. Okay. Yeah. Pretty simple, right? Three ingredients. Uh, I guess plus the fire. You need the fire. Do you though? You only need the fire for one part of it, which I'm not, I'm not totally convinced that it really bumps it up that much. Get you could also out of is, here. Mm, get out okay. of here. We'll get into that, Kenny. No one though, knows for sure who created the s'more. However, the first published recipe for some mores was in a 1927 publication called Tramping and Trailing with the Girl Scouts. Ah, I knew it was the Girl Scouts because they got the best cookies. They probably didn't use Girl Scout cookies, though, right? I I would assume that it was some sort of... uh, like go grab maybe maybe at that point Girl Scouts made graham crackers. I don't know. I we we would have to go check out this publication. But Loretta Scott Crew was the one who made them for the Girl Scouts by the campfire, and has been given credit for the recipe. Okay, all right, all right, all right, fine, fine. So according to the Food Network, here's how you would make one. You would need eight sheets of honey graham crackers. Wait, why do you need eight sheets? It's probably an entire package, I would assume. How many s'mores are we making here? Yeah, enough for all you and all your friends. You could bring some more friends over if you want to, though. I'm eating eight s'mores by myself. Possibly, That's how it works. yeah. Yeah. Uh, one 4.4 ounce milk chocolate bar, such as broken into eight pieces. That's right. It's my favorite kind, you know. The a pinch of kosher salt, which you probably Wait, have. What? At a- <laughs> at a campfire and, uh, and eight large marshmallows. Okay. All right. Cool. I, I want to know, especially where the, where's the kosher salt going? Where am I More pinching th- it? It's probably, <laughs> it's probably going straight onto the milk chocolate bar because you want to balance out the like oh, sweetness right, the of the chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any problems with this recipe from Food Network? 
Um, I'm just curious why they had to list that you're making eight. Just tell me how to make one. I'm going to make one. I'm making it for myself. I'm in the kitchen. I'm going to go outside, make a campfire, and I'm going to roast a marshmallow. That's the thing. This is one. It's just stacked eight feet tall. <laughs> it's like the small Big Mac. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, if you tried to do a double-decker s'more, you got to have like one of those like three or four-prong uh, marshmallow spears that you can kind of use for the campfire because you got to be able to like get all four grams at the same time. That's that is hard work to do. You got to get another person to help you out, but then don't give them any s'mores. My issue with this recipe from Food Network is that it's honey graham crackers. What? I don't I don't need what? my graham crackers to be sweet at the same time. You already get a little bit of sweetness Wait. for a regular graham cracker. Why does it need to be the honey graham crackers? What kind are you making? What kind are you Just using there, Kyle? Regular graham crackers. That's like what they are. There's no regular graham. There is honey graham. There, they have the cinnamon graham. And then they got the chocolate graham. There's no regular graham. Regular graham cracker. All right. All right go ahead. Go ahead. Find it. I dare you. I double dog, double s'more dare you. How'd, how'd, it, how'd, the, how'd it come out? Oh, no. Oh, no. What? So, it looks like the quote-unquote normal, regular, the, the quote-unquote regular graham cracker is indeed the honey-made honey graham cracker. High five. No, 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 no. Uh, if, I followed, if I followed Alton Brown's recipe, uh, that would not include any honey. It would be graham flour. All-purpose flour. Wait a second. I got to make the graham cracker? No, 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 no. I'm going to the store. I'm getting one of those. Like you said, honey-made honey graham crackers. Just All get right. a sheet and just, you know, like get them out as quick as possible. Well, Kenny, let me tell you about the eight large marshmallows. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give you a little bit of history about all eight of them. Uh, back in 2000 BC, ancient Egyptians discovered a wild herb growing in the marshland from which a sweet substance could be extracted. Okay. Bob's out there grabbing these sweet herbs, wild herbs. And during these times, Bob made uh, individual marshmallows by hand by extracting sap from a mallow plant and mixing it with nuts and honey. Bob, this is incredible. First of all, I, I love your name. That is very unique. Uh, no one around here in Egypt has that name. So kudos to you. Second of all, give me some of the marshmallows. No, absolutely not. This is my... <laughs> This is, I, I did bring you the, the advent of the, uh, swirl your brain like a, uh, watermelon, but I will absolutely not give you my mallows. Wait, that's you? Everyone, get away from him. <laughs> <laughs> this delicious sweet developed in a new form when in the 1800s, candy makers in France took the sap from the marshmallow plant and combined it with egg whites and sugar to create what we know today as the uh, jet puffed, I guess, stay puffed. Which is it? One of them. Either well, way. Yeah. Puff daddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yum. Trademark. So you'll you'll want to roast those marshmallows once, once Bob's done with them. By doing this, Kenny, and maybe okay. you can speak to a little bit of your technique as it, as it pertains to the Mahler roasting. 
So you choose a marshmallow and you place it on the end of a roasting fork or a long wooden stick. Do you have a preference? Uh, roasting forks easier to do multiple, um, you know, like one after another marshmallows because they're easily slide off. But with the stick, I feel like you could get a little more reach and you mm, get to go, mm-hmm. you get to go find one in the woods, and then you get all the bacteria on the stick into your mouth. That's good. More than likely, yeah. Uh, place your marshmallow approximately three to five inches above the hot coals. Whoa. Hold on there, buddy. Three to five inches? That's, mm-hmm. real, that's real close. It is, it is quite close, yes. Now slowly turn the stick so that the marshmallow browns evenly on all sides and gets warm and gooey inside. Okay. This should take about 15 to 30 seconds. That can't be the end of this. The end, the, end of, the end of this description should read, and then let it catch on fire, and you have to blow it out. So th- that's probably what I would do with mine. Uh, mine would be create the largest fire that you can, put the marshmallow directly into it, and... Uh, and then you have to, to catch, fish it out. Catch it, you try to catch it on fire, and when it does catch on fire, you blow it out immediately, and then you go back for, for more, some yeah. more. If you would. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 15, 30 seconds. No, yeah, like five seconds. Catch it on fire. Twist it around. Get it up even on all sides. Get that hard crust on the outside. But then the inside is all warm and gooey. And it's, then hot lava, it's hot lava inside, carcinogenic outside. That's the only way to eat your marshmallows. That's right. Yes, exactly. Burnt, burnt forest fire on the outside and uh, molten lava on the inside, like you said. Mm-hmm. And the only way to listen to more of today's special is to go to goodstuff.fm slash today's special. You can listen to other episodes and other days that we've covered. We have probably talked about uh, 48 different days at this point. I don't know. You be the judge. You go find out. Or you could also send us a voice message or a tweet over to today's special AM on Twitter. And we will see you for next week's specials. 